everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the More Money Show comes in. If you're ready to have more money, create more freedom and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to this episode of The More Money Show. I am your host, Cassie Parks. Super excited today to have Michelle Reynolds with me. Hello, Michelle. Hello. This is her second in the Year of Growth series, and I'm so excited to catch up with you today. So let's start with my favorite question. What's awesome right now? Oh my gosh, everything. I woke up today and I've got, you know, my heater's running. I'm wrapped in a blanket. Like business is good. My kids are good. There's a lot. Yeah. Awesome. How about, um, yeah, business, personal growth. What's awesome in that arena? Well, um, so kind of a cool thing. Um, I just hit the leaderboard again. Um, So as one of the company's top salespeople per se. So it's always good to see your name in lights. It is, right? And you actually just got back from a cruise that you earned from your company, right? I did two free cruises and a balcony upgrade and uh, nine days we were gone. So to the Caribbean. That's awesome. Yes. I love it. How did I forget about that? I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what do you, would you say is maybe the most exciting thing that's happened to you since we talked last? Last. Oh man. Um, well, I like the vacation was pretty exciting to, um, I, I was able to work ahead an entire week. So I literally left for nine days and didn't think about work. And it was so amazing just to be and be present with the people that were there. Um, you know, I didn't come back with a big stack of work to do which was nice because normally when you, most people take vacation, they come back to a mess, right? Right. I remember that from my clients. Yeah. 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 But my clients all knew that I was um, leaving. I wouldn't be checking email, wouldn't be texting. I was just off the grid and it was fabulous. That is awesome. I love it. So cool. Um, So what, what would you say? Have you had any big ahas or growth since the last time we caught up? Uh, definitely. Um, I've had a, a fairly large amount of money be uh, wired to me. I don't have it yet, but it'll be here any day. And what that did for me is it made me go, Michelle Reynolds, you are a powerful manifester. Like every time you and I work together, I manifest money and the sums keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And um, it just gives me peace to know that I can create money when I need it. I love it. Yeah, I love how more and more money shows up in your life. You know, it's, I think last time we talked about how you joined and immediately had a new client that was worth more than you paid to join. And the money just keeps coming in as you keep creating more of what you want in your life. So would you say, because I think this is a question a lot of people have, you know, you started, because this is part of what I teach, it's part of what you follow, um, you started celebrating small amounts and little and more and more and more. Do you think that contributes to the bigger amounts showing up faster and faster? No question. So just the other day, I was um, at a fast food restaurant and I had $9 in cash on me. That's it. And I was like, 
and the total was $8.97. Oh. And I thought, you know, I don't really need the $3 or the three cents anymore. And so I said to the cashier, I said, you can just keep that three cents and put it in your drawer or, you know, whatever. I don't even care what happens to it. And she was like, I gave her $3 million. Just, she was so giddy and excited. Like I'm going to have extra money in my drawer or something. And I was like, okay, that's awesome. But if you treat all money, like it's all equal, I think you definitely bring more in. So can I share one more thing? Yeah, absolutely. So we had been tracking. I think it's important to track the money that you and I have been sloppy at that. I would love to say I've been kept a journal and kept a notebook. But what I know is that um, I know that I have, um, it started out with the very first thing we accumulated um, in a three month time, it was about 14,000, right? Yes. And then last year, um, I know I had a lump sum of 10,000 come. And um, this year, I already know I'm going to have lump sum of 50,000. And last year I also, um, I need to look at a W a 1099 I got in the mail, but it was brand new money. And so I know at this point I'm over a hundred thousand dollars in all new money. Right. Yeah. And that's awesome. Right. And I love that you brought up the tracking because I think that's one of the things we did early. I know it's one of the things we did early on that really started to make a difference. And this is even I sometimes will flub up and not track as well as I should, or just, you know, I just, I love it all. I celebrate it all, but I just sometimes don't make, I don't know, just don't consciously do it. Right. Mm -hmm. And what I know is every time I track, and this goes for what you manifest as well as what you just bring in, in your own life and, and keeping track of your own numbers, it goes both ways. Mm -hmm. um, but the more we track, the more it comes in because we're seeing that, right. We're seeing right. That and it's getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't think it's even a matter of flub up. You use, you said that. I think it's just a different consciousness. Like we know, I know that money's always coming in for me and yeah. it just is always going to keep coming in. So it's not that it, you know, but I, I do think there's power in tracking for sure. Absolutely. It makes, it makes a huge difference. It just lets us see, it lets us see a lot of times the truth, right? So for a lot of people, and I think this was true for you in the early stages of us changing your money mindset, there was this story that there wasn't enough, right? Because your story was originally survival. And so that's what's going on in your, what goes on in your brain. But when we track things, we get the truth, right? right? The truth is there. Like, okay, mm -hmm. I did make it. Oh, okay. There is still money in the account, even if it's a dollar. Like the truth of that is that there's something there, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah. And I think that you, you brought up something really, uh, I know you were going to ask me questions, but you brought up something really important there that I, I heard you say, and I was like, um, you know, there, there always is going to be money there because it's the expectation of it. But, um, but my, my survival story still peeks its head up every once in a while. Like I hear something and I freak out. Like, it's just like, it's like, it's just how I react. And then I have to breathe, look at my numbers, look at my tracking and go, I'm okay. You know, or like every right. time I do billing, like days before billing, I'm all in up and uproar about money. Every time I do billing, I'm fine. So it's like, stop it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you bring up a great point is that we change over time, right? Mm -hmm. We've made things better. More money is coming in. But contrary to 
I'm not sure who started this rumor, but um, even when you're on this journey of growth, like you're growing, not everything is always perfect. And the difference between when you look at your numbers now, like I didn't know that, I didn't even know that you were still like this last couple of billing cycles, like having that sort of freak Mm -hmm. out because it's not big enough that it, you even like tell me anymore, right? Right. It's something you handle more in an instant than in a week, Mm -hmm. you know, or in a month. Because it literally is, the time is shorter. The freak out moment is shorter, you know? So it's like, it's instant now versus where I'm like, okay, you know how to handle this. So, but I'm recognizing the feeling and I'm triggering myself to breathe about it and look at the numbers. So Mm -hmm. there's definitely growth happening because normally I would just freak out for days and, you know, go into a tizzy and cry. (laughs) Right. And then keep, and then keep putting off what you need to do. Right. I think mm-hmm. that's important part to share. That was an important part of the pattern. And that's, that is because you had survived, like survival is your story. And, um, we'll talk more about like how our stories do. We they still sometimes creep up and that's okay, but survival was your story. So you just created that story on a bigger level, right? It was like, Oh, I'm freaked out. I don't feel good about this. I don't feel good about money. And so I'm not going to even do what I know will make it better. Right. It would be right. like, then you would just put off billing. Right. And then it would be like, oh, I haven't billed in two months. I haven't billed in six weeks. I haven't, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Um, and so instead of like taking the action like you do now to take a breath, recognize it and move forward, you would actually dig yourself in a deeper hole in the past. I would. And personally, I would, bills would come in and I'd have a, I usually have like a gift bag and I just put all my mail in there yeah. and I would, you know, once in a while I'd look at it. I would just totally avoid it. And then I'd be like, oh yeah, that thing, whatever. I need to do that. And I would never do it. So now what I do, and I don't even think I have one here, but I have a three by five uh, card. So every time I get a bill in, I, I keep the, like I have a paper bill on purpose because mm-hmm. I want to know that I'm making investments in my life. Yes. And I write on there, paid in huge letters. And then I filed the part that says paid and I throw away the rest. <laughs> I love it. That's yeah. Awesome. So it's like I have, when I go through my taxes or my accounting, then I go, I, I'm like paid, paid, paid. And it's like, yes, there's like a victory of paid statements. And it's yeah. like, there's always money. I, I don't have a bill today that's not unpaid. So it's good. I love it. And it's, it's all the evolution. And I think, um, even as we grow, like our story can creep up, but we just keep changing it. Right. Cause the story keeps getting better and better. Just like, you know, when we're kids, we like have, we might love, I don't know, Cinderella just popped into my head, right. You might love that. And as an adult, you get like into the animated version. And then there's all these versions that are more adult and more adult and different spins. And so the story just evolves over time. Our money story is the same way. Correct. I love it. We both said I love it at the same time. I love it. (laughs) So let's switch gears a little bit because I want to talk about you recently took the Scripture Happy Ever After workshop. I did. Yeah. So which is the first time I've ever offered that. And so I'd love to hear what was your biggest aha? Oh, man, there was a lot of them. But my biggest aha was that I'm okay without a guy. Wow. That's huge for you. It is huge for me because I've always been with someone and it's not because I need it. I just always have. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of um, freedom do you think that creates? Like having that knowledge in your core now, Mm -hmm. um, like what kind of freedom and opportunity for growth do you think that creates? 
well, I think the freedom that it creates is that I'm going to be picky. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and that, you know, I, you know, of course I'm going to have a non-negotiable list and then I'm going to be like, I'm open to this list. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to, um, and I will say, uh, I've only been with a few gentlemen in my life and they've always been better, but like this one will be the best. And, you know, the one versus, you know, someone that was good for a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. What was um, your biggest aha or growth? Talked a little bit about that. Or or favorite realization. Yeah. um, So (laughs) uh, uh, I'm going to turn red here, so I'll be embarrassed a little bit. But um, so in the Happy Ever After workshop, um, I didn't know exactly what to expect. And there was a time where we needed to script kind of a bedroom scene. And I was like, oh boy, you know, (laughs) it made me nervous about that because I don't do that. Like, I don't talk like that. Like, I was like, this is my life. Nobody else gets to see this. And um, there was some opportunities to um, describe what was happening in that bedroom. And I was like, I don't even know the words to say. And I realized a huge thing about myself is I don't, I wasn't, I do now. I didn't know how to ask for what I wanted, whether it was in the bedroom or out of the bedroom. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that was huge for me. And it made me realize even with clients that I need to use my voice and speak my truth and use the words I need to word and use. And if I don't know the words, I need to go, figure out the words or get resources to learn the words. And that was very, very powerful. Mm, That is like, I would say that's probably the biggest thing you learned. And that was huge. And I Mm -hmm. love, and that came, um, I like to highlight this too. That came through then. And it also came very clearly from your future self that your future self was somebody who has that down, right? Oh yeah. Ever question in her. Oh no. Yeah. No matter where she is, she's going to tell people what she wants. Yes. And I love that. And I, it's, we, you can't, I think you can't have the business and the life you want without that skill. And so that's why that was so important other than it makes life a lot easier to ask for what you want. Right. And it made me realize that it had nothing to do with it, that it was in a bedroom scene. Um, it didn't because at first I was embarrassed and I was like, Oh my goodness, are we really doing this? But it had nothing to do with that. Yeah. That was just one place in my life. Right. So it applies to all areas of my life. Yeah. And I think it's the place where, especially uh, because you've worked with me and that's not necessarily, it's always weaved into our focus, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not the focus that it lets us see a lot of times that workshop lets you see, oh, where those things that you can't, some that you still have blinders on in your business or you still have blinders on in your, the rest of your life Mm -hmm. because it asks you to look at it different and it's, um, it's just different. And so Mm -hmm. it brings up the different things that allows you to see the different things. And then as we tap into your future self, you're like, man, she's really good at that. Like she asks for what she wants always. Right. Yeah. And she gets it. Yeah. Because, because she asks for it. Like you get what you ask for. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love it. Um, how did you feel after taking the workshop? I felt powerful. Um, I felt very calm. There was this assurance that I carried with me since then that it's just okay. Like I'm becoming a more complete person, the more we grow. And I, I'm just, I'm loving who I am. 
I now, love now that. and in the future. <laughs> I love that. And my next question was, how are you different after taking the workshop? So I love that. And, um, walking around with that assurance, what do you think, like, what kind of impact do you think that has on your life on a day-to-day basis? Well, I think people can feel it. Mm-hmm. So the other day I had this, uh, coach, um, she's a multi-million, she's coached millionaires, multi-millionaires, whatever. Um, lots of money people. And she called me for advice. And I said to her, she was like, she was talking to me about vision boards mm-hmm. and because I get what I put on my vision boards. And uh-huh. she said, why do you, how do you do that? And so I was talking her through that process. And she said, you need to give yourself way more credit than you give yourself because you are a very powerful woman. And I said, so other people can see the power and it's not a power in sense of a, like a dictatorship. It's a confidence and a, um, I think people are really, really drawn to that. Absolutely. It's quite sexy actually. Right. (laughs) On so many levels, right. It's like people are drawn to that. They're drawn to that confidence, that thing that you know, right. And it's way more powerful than the power like you mentioned, like a dictator, it's way more powerful than that type of mm-hmm. power. Yeah. There's this, it's just this, like, like people can feel my vibe now and mm-hmm. it's not that they couldn't before, but the more I feel it, the more they're going to feel it. Absolutely. So it's like, you know, if you take something and you put it in your purse or you carry it around, or if you leave it at home, well, this one, I get to carry around with me always, no matter what I have on me. I love that. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. And it is true. And especially, um, cause you're an entrepreneur. I think that makes the most difference, right? Because mm-hmm. everywhere you go, there's opportunity and you've always seen that opportunity, but I feel like it's making the shift that people are seeing it in you without mm-hmm. you. Like you've never been the person to like go after somebody or, you know, no. be like, I have to sell them. Right. Um, but you're always open to that, but people are even more coming to you and more mm-hmm. like wanting you know, just starting the conversation, which is what all entrepreneurs want, right? Like everybody's like, I don't want to have to sell anything. I want people to just come to me. Yeah. So that the funny that you said that, um, the last, um, so we're in this, uh, incentive thing and, um, I was like, okay, I need six people. And I was like, I have no idea where six people are coming from. Well, my last four people called me, they watched like a Facebook live or they saw something I posted on social media or something that I did in life. And all four of them called me and I was like, yes. So they weren't even on my radar. Yeah. That's awesome. And that's true attraction, right? Like that's true. Like how we, you know, how we want it to be. Right. Yes. For sure. Oh my gosh. How does that feel? Uh, it feels amazing. It, it felt like a blessing is what it felt like. And I was like, yes, because I have new relationships that we have no history. So I get to learn people and yeah. totally dive into them. And they know nothing about me. Well, they might know something about me. They called me, but um, it's like a brand new start to for me and them to create something really, really incredible. That's amazing. I love it. Um, so this is a kind of a cool question because I think I mean, this is what I teach, but it's really fun to have examples. So how did focusing on your future relationship and being, stepping more into your future self, heal your past without having to dive into it and Mm. figure it out? 
that was uh, probably, again, maybe my biggest, but if not, then the second biggest, it was, it was right at the top. Like those two little lessons were like this. Um, <laughs> uh, seriously, it was good. So I've had, um, you know, a little bit of bumpy relationship history. And I think everybody has. Yeah. But yeah. But I, um, because otherwise I'd still be with them. Right. You're but, right. Um, but what I realized is that I needed every single person that was on my journey to be who I am today so that I can be the future person looking back. And there was no, no energy around past relationships. It was just like, Oh yeah, that happened. Like that's how it was. And I got to see what each of those gentlemen brought to my life as a benefit. Like how did I grow from that relationship versus what did he do to me? Right. Right. It was, it was, I was celebrating him, whoever him was being in my life. And it made me look at them in a much different way in that I was grateful for them. And maybe I have not been grateful for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is a different energy overall, right? It's almost gives you permission. I don't even know if it's permission or just the ability to just let go of all that other stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. This is what happened. This is what I learned. This is who I am now. This is who I'm becoming or am already. Yes. I love that. Mm -hmm. Cool. Anything else you want to share about the relationship, how life is moving along? It's so awesome. You know, everything, everything is good. You know, every, everything is calm. I, my, my word is calm. Everything is just calm. It's as it's supposed to be. Business is good. Relationships are good. Life is good. And there's just that, that, that calm assurity to it that, it just makes me, I like, I'm happy when I go to bed. I'm thrilled when I wake up and I am blessed to do what I do every day. And, you know, I'm always excited for what's next because it's always changing and shifting. Always, 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 always. Today I had a evidence that something may be coming, which I'm super excited about. Yay. So fun. Yes. Um, I love it. So I want to talk about I, um, I want to talk, I want to ask you another question. Okay. So the question I want to ask is, you know, we talked, um, I think I talked actually on Valentine's day or the day after, mm-hmm. and, um, you sort of thought, you know, as this is, I mean, a lot of people, right. Like we all do this, whether we, wherever we are in our journey, I feel like sometimes we, we think like certain things might happen or, um, expect certain gifts on, um, certain holidays like Valentine's day or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you like, it, it didn't like happen the way you thought it was going to happen. Right. Right. And how were you different handling it than you would have been before the workshop? Absolutely. Well, so the reason that I expected something, because I did expect something, was uh, there's been a history of I've always had something um, on Valentine's Day, like always. And um, even if it was from a friend or, you know, uh, my ex-husband or whatever, but there was always something. And uh, this was my first Valentine's Day where I got nothing. And I was like, huh. And then I was like, you know, this is what I realized is that it's just one day and I would rather have someone love me all year long and be the right person than to just celebrate me on one made up holiday. Yeah. And so for me, I just enjoyed my day and I let go of the fact of like, 
I didn't pout. I didn't cross my arms. I didn't throw a hiss fit that I didn't get anything. Um, I just was like, "Eh, I didn't get anything like noted, you know, like there was a mental note, like noted, you know, like, uh, you know, the person that I thought would didn't think enough to do that. And so I was like, noted, it's just a mental note that, you know, either I've made that up or that it's just that that energy wasn't there on that day. And that's, it's okay. Yeah. And I loved when you, cause you were like, it's just information. Right. And I think that would have been different had you not just gone through the workshop. And, and so will you talk about how that certainty on the assurance that that guy, that relationship that you created allows you to be more at peace and just be like information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, and I, I had a conversation, which I would have never done before, um, about the, Hey, no gift thing. And, um, it was, you know, uh, you know, couple, couple texts, couple, you know, videos about, I'm so sorry. And I was like, it's okay. It's just information, you know, again, like it's, it's, you know, it just, just a mental note on my part that, you know, it wasn't the top of the priority was the relationship. And I was like, okay, well, that just means that I'm at a different place than that person was. And that's okay. Because that's, again, it's, it's just information. And I would have never, ever had that conversation or um, dialogued about that before. I would have just been pissed off about it. And like, always been like, you didn't send me a Valentine's. Like it would have been a a sore spot for me. Mm -hmm. And it's not a sore spot. It's just information. I love that. Thanks for sharing. Sure. So um, probably my last question, but you never know what else will pop up is, you know, you've mentioned being calm several times. And I think that is one of the biggest shifts that I've seen. Um, And I think it's, you know, I don't know if you want to, if you've realized like as much as where it comes from, but I think it like being like uncovering these parts of yourself and really connecting to yourself, like allows you to just be more in the moment, mm-hmm. right? Instead of having to jump around or, or focus on this because you're not doing this. Do mm-hmm. you see that as? I, I definitely do. I mean, I think my whole entire life up till working with you was I was trying to fill a cup and I was trying to fill it with things, you know, businesses and tasks and, you know, contests and awards. And now it's, I'm filling it with my truth. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, as I, you know, if I think of my future person, you know, this classy, sexy, rich woman, healthy woman, like, what does she not have to be calm about? Like, she has everything she wants. Mm -hmm. And um, so the more I uncover myself, the more I'm going to be like that. And there's just, again, there's something super sexy about it. I'm like, that's my new word. It's like something super sexy about it. Cause I was like, that's just hot. I don't care who you are. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's just hot. And that is, first of all, I don't think you ever would have called anything really like sexy before this point. Right. No. And I love that because I love how our language changes. And I feel like that is more your future self. Right. Because she just mm-hmm. there's no there's no filter in a good way. Like sometimes people say that and it's like they can't like if you wanted to, you could have one. But it's this choice to your future self doesn't need a filter because she's mm-hmm. amazing and she shows up fully and she doesn't have to get pissed about things. You know, mm-hmm. she can actually have a conversation about them. Right. And even I've noticed it even in my clothes a little bit where yeah. now when I go by clothes, I'm asking myself, would, you know, would my future self wear this? And, um, 
I've been trying to not wear as many baseball hats because you know I love baseball hats. Yeah. But my future self is not walking around wearing a baseball hat. <laughs> <laughs> this classy. I mean, yes, does she? Of course she does on social casual days. But when she's showing up in life, she's yeah. not wearing a baseball hat. She is, you know, showing up fully to be seen. And so I've been, as I get dressed in the morning, I've been taking note of that, like, oh, well, is your future self going to look like a, you know, she just rolled out of bed and threw on a baseball hat and had to run 50 errands? No, she's going to take time to get up and shower and look beautiful. Yes. That's awesome. I love it. And these are really good examples. I get the question all the time. Like, how do you be your future self? Because, you know, everybody thinks it's about doing, right? Mm -hmm. And if it were about doing this list of things, there's nobody who would have been there faster than you. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I, I would have already been like gazillionaire. Yeah. If it was about like to-do list and how many things could you execute and how many different projects could you handle and how, like all, all the things. If it was about all the things, you would have gotten there. But the truth yeah. is that this becoming and this, it's about becoming and about being and about growing into that person. And so- And, and feeling like- when, when you and I first started working together, I, had, I was like, I don't, there's happy and mad. Like what else is there? You know? It's like, <laughs> so the feeling part of it, I didn't even know there were other feelings. And so I really am trying to use my words about how I feel. Like when I'm elated and joyful, I am elated and joyful. And when I am, you know, depressed, I'm depressed. And when I, you know, I'm just trying to really, really use my how I feel about things. And it is opening up a whole new world to me. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Do you want to say more about like, is the new world just like the way you see, like the way you experience life, the way? Yeah. It, well, it's, it's everything. I mean, I, you know, I see things for just what they are um, and not put a whole bunch of extra baggage on it per se. <laughs> yeah. Um. yeah. Or as I would say, like the story, right? So yeah. when, when we show up to feel see things as they are, and we can go right into feeling, right? Like mm -hmm. if something, if you get information and that information makes me feel angry or sad and we can actually feel that, we don't have to build the whole story in the baggage to keep from feeling it, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And then, yeah. Yeah. So that's how you see life. But, you know, life happens. Like we all know life happens. And yeah. I'm not reacting quite as much anymore where I'm just mm -hmm. like, Huh, noted, you know, where it's yes. just like, okay, well, how do I feel about that? Mm -hmm. And then again, find the words to say what you need to say so that, and, and that's coming every day. It's coming quicker, which I'm totally loving because I'm not, you know, I can't tell you how many times in my life I, something happened and I stewed about it and I tried to figure out how I felt about it. And it was either happy or mad, right? One or the other. <laughs> and, you know, is like, uh, my ex-husband used to say to me all the time, you're always mad. And I'm like, yeah, it's because you're pissing me off. You know, like, it's pretty, it's pretty clear. Like, right. And it's like, I'm not, no, happy, I'm not. So. <laughs> exactly. One or the other, happy or mad, you know? And I was like, poor man, how did he walk around that all the time? Right. Happy or mad all the time. Yeah. I was like, you know, poor guy. He probably had no chance of survival there. <laughs> so, but I own that because that was my thing, you know, where I, you know, I maybe could have been more like, this makes me feel this way. That might've helped communication. So, you know, again, there's total ownership. No one in my life was bad. You know, everything is because I made choices. So it's all good. I love it. So good. Um, any final thoughts you want to share today's interview? 
Um, yes, everybody should. Um, this is my personal opinion. Um, everybody should uh, enroll to work with Cassie. Um, I was the person that I tried to do it myself for a million years. <laughs> and uh, it seems like a million years. That might be an exaggeration, but you know, because I'm looking so good for my age here. Um, but it wasn't until I'm the type of person where I love hands-on and I love help. But the more I work with her in the Enchanted Circle and the workshops that she offers, every time I grow and I, you know, I not only grow as a person, but I'm making more money. And I don't know anyone who doesn't want that. So, you know, uh, figure out how to come up with the money you need to invest in yourself because you're worth it. Mm, I love that message so much. And not just because it's the enchanted circle, but because a, it's true, right? You did like you struggled and it, and it was like, um, and I think, I don't know, once we all get to that point where we see how it's faster, we're like, Oh, why did we wait so long? Mm -hmm. Right. But it's, you know, that's okay. We just forgive that and move on. But also, you know, I love people investing in themselves because it makes a difference. Yep. And it had to be painful for you to watch me struggle so much. Oh, Lord. I think we had a conversation about that. I think we had to come to Jesus moment there. Yeah. It was like, I'm like, I can't. Yeah. Because it was painful. Like watching was painful when it's, I have the answer right here. Like I can see all what you Mm -hmm. see, what you're seeing now. Right. I'm like, I can see it. And yet. I can't do it for you. Like I have, you have to make the investment. And mm-hmm. so yeah. I'm so grateful that you did. Cause oh, me too. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I've met some fabulous friends in there that yeah. will probably be lifelong friends. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. So awesome. I think that's all I have. I just, uh, I'm excited to see what's next. I know. Right. I'm, I'm always excited at the end of these interviews. I'm like, Oh, what are we going to be talking about in the next interview? So I'm excited as well. Thank you, um, for showing up and sharing your story, um, and for investing in yourself and being here. And thank you all for listening. Uh, Michelle, tell everybody where they can connect with you if they want to connect with you and, um, tell them what you do. So yes, um, I help people work from home and be healthy and fit. Um, Healthy, fit, and rich are really the three things that I bring to people. And you can reach me at Keto Michelle. That's K-E-T-O Michelle. Michelle is special. It's M-I-C-H-E-L-E.com. So ketomichelle.com. And uh, there's information there. But what I really ask people to do is just to connect with me. Absolutely. I love that. And you can find those links as well on um, the page with this, CassieParks.com. You can find out about the Enchanted Circle at CassieParks.com. And thank you all for listening and being here. And uh, I know some of you are envisioning yourself here. So keep doing that and have a fabulous rest of your day. Thanks, Michelle. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on The More Money Show. To learn how to attract more money into your life, Go to your favorite book retailer and order Cassie's book, Manifest $10,000.